Hello, my name is Wendy Myers. Thank you so much for joining us for the Live to 110 podcast, where I give you advice to maximize your health, detox your body and your home so you can live a long, healthy, disease-free life. Detox is one of my very favorite subjects, and today we're going to have Nate Bellino on the show to talk about his business called Home Lab, where he uh, you know, has a monitor that you can put in your home. You can look at the results of the toxin levels in your home on an app and get a free consult and a, a checklist of things to do to reduce the toxins in your home. And there's so many tips we're going to give you today on the show to improve uh, ventilation in your home and some of the top like low-hanging fruit that you can do uh, today to reduce toxins in your home. A lot of these things seem very elementary, but people just aren't doing them. They're not aware of them. So such a great show today. I have learned so much from using Home Lab about the toxin levels that I have in my home and have been able to fix a lot of different things that I, I just kind of just wasn't paying attention to or weren't really aware were a huge source of toxins in the home. So even the detox queen over here, uh, I was. I had a lot of improvement that I needed to do in my own home, and I'm recommending Home Lab to all of my Mineral Power clients so that they can reduce the amount of toxins in their home, so they don't get into their bodies. So check out today's podcast with Nate Bellino. Before we do that, we have to do the disclaimer. Please keep in mind this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature, so please consult your health practitioner before engaging in anything that we suggest today on the show. My new book, Limitless Energy, is available on Amazon. And in this book, um, it's all about how to reduce toxins in your body to end exhaustion and chronic fatigue. And a big part of my research um, into toxins has been what toxins make us tired, what metals interfere in mitochondrial function, which make our body's energy. Our mitochondria are little organelles in our cells that produce ATP or energy. And there's a lot of different metals that interfere in this process. And one of the big reasons people are so tired, I noticed in my practice and thousands of clients that I've seen that their number one complaint is fatigue. So I set out to discover why and reveal all of that in my book, Limitless Energy, that's available right now on Amazon. It's only available in Kindle right now. The paperback will be out soon, so hold tight for that. Our guest today, Nate Bellino, is the founder of HomeLab, homelab.com. He is certified in health home evaluation and carries a degree in energy and the environment from Duke University. For over a decade, he's been working to create healthier, more efficient homes across the country. You can learn more about Nate Bellino at homelab.com. Nate, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Wendy. Appreciate it. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you and how you got into the health space? Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, started out in working with healthy, efficient homes across the country through state-run programs. I've been doing that for the last decade. Um, but what really brought this home was when my wife uh, had contracted and successfully beat cancer twice uh, over the, this, this decade. And in trying to create a healthy environment uh, for us, both during and, and after treatment, 
uh, it made me realize that it was just way too difficult to, to have a healthy environment for the average person, uh, just between the, the lack of knowledge out there, the lack of understanding what's actually going on in their environment. Uh, and so I, I decided to go ahead and, and create Home Lab uh, to help raise awareness of the issue, try and make it easier to understand what was going on, and then provide you know, some low cost, but also very effective uh, solutions as we talk to people about it. Yeah, and uh, I and I think that's so true. I mean, it's there's such a huge learning curve in learning about toxins, learning about what could potentially be a source of toxin in your home, and it's things that you don't really realize. Like when it's interesting when I first started using the home lab, um, you so graciously graciously sent me one, and I set it up, and um, you know I found out what toxins were in my home, and you get like this little checklist of what to do and I, I just didn't really get it because my my ga- I have a gas burning stove and the vent broke like years ago and I was wondering like when I'm cooking I just there's just these fumes and I, I just get kind of nauseated and I have to open up all the windows in my home and I just wasn't kind of putting it together you know and I here I am I'm supposed to be a health expert detox expert <laughs> but there's so many little things that even for me clued me into things I can be doing in my own home to make it uh, safer and healthier for my family and I really I want to thank you for that appreciate it and yeah I know so how did you first get, like get involved I mean you might have already answered the question but how did you first getting involved with creating healthy homes like uh, when did you start home lab and what the, that all looked like yeah, so we started Home Lab uh, back in 2014, and you know, first there were there were really two trends that we were wanting to uh, capitalize on. One was we realized that just home characteristics in general uh, could let you know whether or not your home and your environment was set up for success. Um, and so once we understood that, then we wanted to understand, okay what is actually going on inside your environment. Most of the pollutants and toxins are invisible. Many of them you can't smell or notice. Uh, And so a number of low cost monitors were coming out to actually tell you, okay, these are the pollutants inside your home where you can actually track and monitor over time uh, what was happening as you cooked, for example, and as you did other activities uh, and also, whenever you brought different things inside the home, you could see what the, the it, if there were any toxins associated with it, if there was any off-gassing, uh, or if it was up doing other things that that may be uh, impacting your exposure to you know, known toxins, known pollutants that uh, had an impact on health. And so we combined these two together to where you, you can get a, a monitor to see what's inside your home, as well as go through a whole home profile of, of how your home is set up. And then that allowed us to put together, okay, the, the, this is where the problem areas are, and these are the, the really easy things that you can do, um, prioritized and said very clearly uh, with you know, it, making it easy to then act on them. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's tell the listeners what your system looks like. And I think it's really inexpensive. I mean, I really thought something like this would be 
I mean, a, a lot more, like triple or even much more than that in price um, because of the, the information that you get is so valuable. And so, you know, so you sent me, it's like a little monitor, it looks like a little station, almost like um, like a little cube or whatnot. You just place it in your home. And, and so tell us a little bit more, like how does it monitor? How do you get the results for that and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> we send... Uh, as you said, a monitor inside a home, and then that connects to uh, the Wi-Fi inside your home, and then that relays the information on the different pollutants, so particulates, uh, VOCs, and, and other gases, uh, as well as humidity. And then we can see uh, what the, the pollutant and, and toxin level is inside a home. And then we also, and that, that is set up through our app, uh, and then you can also view it online uh, and then either online or through your app, you can uh, set up your home profile. Uh, and then th what it does is it, so, so our tool takes that information, both of both pieces of those uh, pieces of information, and then it creates a healthy home plan uh, and focusing on activities and other uh, projects or, or, or other things that, that can reduce your exposure inside your home. And then we, we have all of the information around why this is important, what's happening, you know, to the, why the error is, um, you know, moving the way it is and, and getting polluted and getting, uh, you know, having toxins come inside and then what to do about it. And that's, that's the key thing. It's great to provide information about, about uh, the pollutants and toxins, but the first question is always going to be, how do I how do I get rid of them or how do I reduce these levels right and that's what we wanted to to make sure we weren't just saying here's here is uh, how bad the environment is good luck right we wanted to make sure that we were providing guidance and support uh, so it wasn't uh, something to to be you know, fearful of or something to that that you could feel defeated uh, by and there is there are very easy things that you can do. Uh, low-cost things and, and other items that make a big difference on, on your environment. And we can see the impact of that through the monitor. Yeah, and I like what you said about that, that it's it's very easy for people to kind of feel overwhelmed um, about their toxic environment. I'm definitely a Debbie Downer about this, <laughs> talking about it. And it, it, it can easily, people can easily feel overwhelmed because there are so many toxins in our environment. When you start learning about it, you can definitely feel overwhelmed or anxious or something of that nature. But what I want to do and what you're doing is giving people tools and advice and things that they can act on so they can have more control over the toxins that go into their body and in their home because there's a lot of stuff that you can do about it. So first things first, let's talk about what what toxins um, do does a monitor monitor? And you said VOCs, things like that, but let's explain what that is just for anyone who doesn't know what those are. Yeah, no, uh, great great idea. So uh, there, there, you know, the, the two broad categories of, of pollutants or toxins inside a home are is it a particle or is it something physical or is it a gas? And so when, when we talk about particles or particulates, uh, we primarily are talking about what's called PM 2.5. And so PM stands for particulate matter, 2.5 stands for 2.5 microns in size. And just to give you an example of how small that is, uh, 2.5 microns is 20 to 30 times smaller than a human hair. 
And it's the size that matters because it's the size that allows it to get all the way into our lungs. It's, it bypasses the body's natural defense systems, like our nose, our mouth, our throat, where we would normally sneeze or cough out um, larger particulates. And it gets into our lungs, um, and it's, it's a known asthma trigger. It uh, is also now seen as contributing to over 6 million deaths worldwide, uh, as identified by the World Health Organization. So, and, and in, in one study, they've even put PM 2.5 on par with the health impacts of secondhand smoke. So everybody knows about secondhand smoke. Uh, they've had decades of research, decades of awareness campaigns. PM 2.5 is almost the new secondhand smoke and expect to hear a lot more about it in the years to come. So the monitor picks up PM 2.5 on the particulate side. For gases, it picks up VOCs or volatile organic compounds. Now, there's a number, there's thousands of volatile organic compounds. Um, what we're most concerned with is are things such as formaldehyde, uh, things such as benzene, uh, acrolein, and nitrogen dioxide. Those are the, the three primary gas pollutants inside a home that um, have been associated with, with health impacts, both primarily chronic in nature, right? And so, and VOCs are primarily an indoor problem. Um, this is, and the volatile organic compounds are, are coming from uh, off-gassing of different items inside the home. So everyday products, wood, furniture, uh, et cetera. And, and, and so those are, the, those are the two things we primarily look and, for. And carpet. Carpet is off-gassing. Yes, I carpet is like one of the worst things you can have in your home, and I know a lot of people have it. But I I remove all the carpet from my home and put in bamboo hardwood floors, just because it's you know renewable uh, you know material, and just the carpet unfortunately is just so toxic and it gets mold in it. It just grows so many horrible things. Not to mention it's plastic. And just off gases, all this stuff, it's in dust. It's just terrible for you. Yeah. No, it, and carpet is one of those things inside a home that, that impact both particulate and VOCs. So, so because it's effectively plastic, it's going to be off gassing for years, but then, and the, the adhesive that they use. And then it's also going to act as a, as a permanent filter for your floor that never gets changed. Uh, so all of the particulates, it's its essentially particulate storage, right? Uh, and as well as a dust mite haven. So um, for many reasons, you know, soft goods in general and carpet in particular, um, you know, cause, cause a lot of issues. And so, yeah, so so those are the two things that the, the monitor picks up in addition to humidity, uh, because humidity can exacerbate um, the health impacts of of both particulates and uh, VOCs, and and it can uh, provide a fertile environment for mold uh, growth, which we don't want. Yes, yes. And so what is the third thing um, that it monitors? So PM 2.5 particulates, VOCs, gases, and humidity. Okay, great, perfect, okay. And so, um, so, so what have you found overall in your home environment? Yeah, so so in my home environment and in the you know, thousands of homes across the country that we've been monitoring, so first I think it, it it's confirmation that 
of that that EPA statement that is well known or you know gets a lot of play where indoor indoor environments or homes in general are two to five times more polluted than outdoors. And so, you know, the, the data that we're seeing is not not only confirming that, but it's also kind of saying, OK, well, this is these are the um, you know particular issues that we're finding. And so, you know, overall, um, you know, and, and it kind of depends. It's not one pollutant or another. It depends on where the home's located, how old the home is, um, what's inside the home, uh, the lifestyle of, of the person inside the home as well. And so it's 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 almost um, and then it's almost uh, not a question of if there are pollutants and and we you can you know reduce your exposure. It's more a matter of okay, well, what type of pollutants and, and toxins are inside? And then once we know the the type, uh, then we can actually know exa- what is going to be most effective uh, at at reducing uh, or removing them. So you know, just to give you a couple examples. Um, you know, I think cooking you had mentioned was was one. Uh, you know, and this is is usually very eye opening, right? I mean, the last thing we want to do is to discourage cooking. Uh, it's part of a healthy lifestyle uh, that you know we 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 want to um, employ as much as possible, right? At the same time, we need to understand that the the pollutants coming from it, uh, as well as the potential health impacts, and we need to manage it accordingly. So um, cooking and and is one uh, nighttime accumulation of pollutants, and particularly VOCs. Um, you know, homes typically get closed up for the night, and so there's less air exchange uh, in the home as a result. And because of this, the VOCs that are that are um, off-gassing accumulate and have nowhere to go. And so, nighttime accumulation of VOCs is another trend uh, that we we see. Uh, along with um, you know, cooking uh, pollutants. Yeah, it's interesting. I read in one of Dr. Sherry Rogers' books that a lot of people that have pain syndromes, that a, a big factor in that can be the off gas from natural gas and cooking, especially women that are like cooking a lot for their families and they're suffering uh, from with pain issues that uh, or any other kind of health issues, the off gas from the natural gas that you're just kind of, you know, letting run wild in your home um, is a big problem for some people. And you can kind of sense that too when you're, I know when I'm cooking, I kind of just, um, I, I feel, I have just a weird feeling like I don't really feel well because I know I'm breathing those things in and they're affecting our bodies. Some people might not be kind of tuned into that um, because you're breathing in toxins that are negatively impacting your body. So really important to have your vent uh, on while you're cooking to at least mitigate the, you know, the release of that in your home so you're, everyone's not breathing all that in. Absolutely. No, I could, couldn't have said it better myself. And just a couple stats to, to back that up. Um, so out of homes with gas stoves, uh, if, if there are, is no stove fan or a stove fan that is not vented, or if a sto- there's a stove fan that isn't used, 55 to 70% of homes with gas stoves have elevated levels of nitrogen dioxide in their home, as established by the EPA. So, and that's just one of the many pollutants that gas stoves, uh, off-gas soap, there's formaldehyde uh, from the burning, there's car- potentially carbon monoxide. And then there's the cooking itself, uh, which will which will uh, produce particulate matter. Um, and, and gas stoves will also produce particulate matter. 
as well as VOCs such as Acrolink. And so having, you know, the, the general rule of thumb is, um, you know, cooktop selection is important uh, with induction being the, the least polluting uh, cooktop option. Then stove fan usage, uh, making sure you're using it, um, you know, religiously. Uh, then, you know, if there's a, an exhaust fan nearby or a window, those are kind of the, the, the secondary, uh, you know, methods that you can, can employ to try and help um, dilute or remove some of the, the pollutants as a result. And you mentioned nitrogen dioxide. What does that do to our body? Yeah, so, um, well, I think, so nitrogen dioxide is, is a known uh, asthma trigger for one. Um, it could potentially be a developer of asthma. Um, but then there's also, so some of the other health impacts include, um, you know, headaches, dizziness, um, nausea, and, you know, long-term, uh, the health impacts are, you know, more chronic and therefore more, more severe in nature. And so, um, you know, and, and, you know, they're still honestly finding out exactly the chronic, um, you know, issues associated with, with, uh, nitrogen dioxide, but. A lot of it has to do with both uh, the, the your your respiratory system, uh, as well as uh, the your your uh, brain cognition and and clarity, and which can also which is why kind of the nausea and, and headaches um, you know, can come from it. Yeah. So after people find out what toxins they have in their home, then they can measure that. They can see it on their little app on their phone. I love my little app so I can kind of look at that. And then um, what is the next step? So what? It, so if someone like buys your system, what do they get next once they find out the level of toxins in their home? Yeah. So, so that coupled with uh, setting up your home profile will allow us to see, okay, well, where, what could the primary sources or causes um, be and, and how well is a home set up to, to actually prevent uh, as well as remove uh, any of the, the pollutants. Putting those two together, then, then you, you get a, a healthy home plan and a free consultation, a phone consultation with one of our uh, building experts to go over exactly what's happening inside your home and give you very specific um, yeah, you know, more detail within the the, the plan uh, on how to to go about uh, reducing your your level of exposure. Yeah, it's so great. It's just like one, two, three, four, five. Like you know exactly what to do to correct the issues in your home. I, I think it's just fantastic. And I, I like I said, I personally have found it really, really helpful. And I'm I'm kind of working through all the little steps that I need to be doing in my own home <laughs> to make it less toxic. Um, but can you buy like extra consult time if you want, like over and above that free consult? Yeah, absolutely. So. So, um, you know, again, you know, as you mentioned before, we're, we try and make this as affordable as possible. Uh, this is something that's too important for people to know about, and too important for people to go through. And so um, you can get uh, additional consultation via phone. It's $25 a half hour, but you can get you, you continue to get ongoing support via email uh, for free as as you, you know, go through the service. So um, whatever whatever is is uh, most appropriate and, you know, pertinent to the individual. So what are some of the top things that you recommend uh, that people need to fix in their home? Yeah, so, you know, I think that the general rule of thumb, if, we, if I had to say, look, make sure you're doing this, regardless of, of, of what's going on, number one would be ventilation. 
Uh, so most homes are not ventilated uh, enough. So, and what, what I mean by that, you know, I think that the easiest explanation or example here is opening the windows, right? So particularly those in temperate climates, there's, there's not, there's, you want to leave it open as much as possible. Now we can't, um, you know, in, in the areas where it gets really cold in the winter, really hot in the summer, you know, the, the times that you're able to do that are more limited, uh, but there, there are ways to go about, um, you know, ventilating your home very effectively and quickly and easily um, to, to make sure that you're fully exchanging the air that is getting polluted uh, removing those pollutants and bringing uh, other air inside. So What's ventilation, funny, it's, yeah. it's ahead, funny you ahead. say that because because um, I live in Los Angeles, central Los right. Angeles, which is right. like toxin hell on earth, basically. And I don't know why I live here. I got to move. Um, but uh, so I bought a house here in central Los Angeles about 12 years ago. So it's just, you know, it's nice to live in your own home. But uh, so for me, intuitively, I thought, okay, the air in Los Angeles, very toxic. So let's shut everything up, shut all the windows and all the doors and keep those toxins out. Um, but it's, it's shocking that it shows in the research that our indoor environment is two and a half times on average more toxic than the air outside. So how do you, uh, what's like the, you know, what I'm trying to say, what's the, the trade-off here? Like what's the, the better choice to make? <laughs> Open the windows yeah. anyways. No, that's, it's a great question. So, so A, there are certain times or periods of the day that uh, are, there is less pollution outside. And, and by outdoor pollution, we're primarily, now there, there are a number of things, but we're primarily talking about PM 2.5. Uh, so PM 2.5 is both an outdoor and indoor problem, uh, whereas VOCs are, 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 are an indoor problem only. So, so um, A, you know, usually during rush hour uh, is not the time to, to really open the windows, right? Uh, so it's, it's after people settle in, after the cars are off the road, um, you know, that's when you want to ventilate or before they, they get in on the road, right? Um, and, and so you can help, um, you know, reduce some of the PM 2.5 that comes in by timing it correctly. Uh, and then also, um, so there, there are two things that you can do to uh, help remove any PM 2.5 that comes in. So one is, is get uh, there's there's filters for HVAC system or you know room air filters that that are HEPA grade that that can remove any of the PM 2.5 coming in, um, and then there are also uh, actually ventilation systems. Uh, so this isn't so so you can open the windows and that's you know a, a, an easy behavior. But for those that are in uh, areas with higher pollution in general as well as those that are not in as temperate a climate where they can open their windows year round, uh, ventilation systems may be a good way to go. And what, what that is, is so uh, there's an opening inside your or around your home that this ventilator uh, comes in and draws air in through. As it draws air in through, it is actually exchanging the heat uh, from inside the home or cool in the summer inside the home with the incoming air. So the air that's coming inside is about the same temperature as it was, uh, as it as the indoor environment. Uh, 
So you're not bringing in incredibly cold air during the winter or incredibly hot air during the summer. What these systems also do now is have a high efficiency filter that, that traps the PM 2.5 as it's coming into your home. And so this way you can make sure that whatever's coming in is uh, removing the, the pollution that is, is found outside. And, and it's also an efficient way to do it. So that's, that's another you know, good option depending on where you live and what your, your lifestyle is. And is there anything else you can run, recommend to us that you tell your clients, uh, like some improvements they can make in their home to reduce pollution? I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is stop using toxic cleaners in your home. Yeah, so that's a, so there's, uh, you know, the everyday products um, definitely add to, you know, the, the toxins inside the home and the, the results that we see on our monitor. And whenever somebody cleans with some some toxic cleaners, and and they found now that not only, um, you know, so the toxic cleaners are actually uh, an asthma trigger as well, and so you can, uh, and we always see we see a lot of incredibly high spikes in VOCs when using some of these these cleaners, and so that's that's a, a great uh, option and and something that you can. You know, easily change. You know, through through just being smart about the the everyday products you purchase, and of course, there's also, you know, house, uh, you know, DIY versions of cleaners as well. You know, vinegar, baking soda, uh, hydrogen peroxide. So, and then another thing I think we've already talked about: use your stove fan. Ten percent of people now use their stove fan. We've got to increase that. Now they're they're coming out with you know, hopefully one day there will be sensors where the stove knows when and the stove fan knows when the stove is being used and it'll automatically go on until then we need to physically push that button to make sure we're not uh you know we're reducing our exposure and then finally um you know i think if you have a central forced uh hvac system um there are usually uh, low cost high efficiency filters that you can get um, and even they may even make some now that capture VOCs that are you know, $20 per, per uh, filter. And, you know, it, it, it will capture a lot of that PM 2.5. And if you use it in conjunction with opening your windows, you can bring air in and trap that, those pollutants at the same time. And so when you have the monitor, is that on all the time? Do you like take it to different areas of your home to kind of see what's going on in that room or how does that work? Yeah, so so yes, it's on all the time. And we found the reason for this is we found that um, just your, your pollutant levels change. So it, it change from, changes from day to night. It changes from weekday to weekend. It changes from season to season. And so having an ongoing monitor can almost act as you know, a watchdog for pollutant and toxin exposure on an ongoing basis. Um, and because no matter how much you know, there are things that can be happening that you know, increase levels and maybe in increasing them for, for an extended time that we, we want to know about and be able to do something about. Um, the second question about moving the monitor around. Yes. So. Um, we also want to identify any pockets of pollutants or toxins. So usually what um, people do is put it inside 
the largest living area at first or the, the, the room or area where they spend the most time or if they're most concerned about, say, a child's bedroom, for example, they'll put it in there. And then they can move it from uh, area to area, bedroom to bedroom to get a very good, complete uh, picture of the home. And then that that also helps us in terms of guiding and uh, to to the to right solution uh, for that that environment. And so, what about furniture? And so, furniture is a big problem. A lot of people are buying, you know, inexpensive furniture that, you know, uh, we know off gases all kinds of different stuff. It's sprayed with uh, flame retardants. Um, especially mattresses as well. In California, there's a law, all the mattresses have to be sprayed with flame retardants. So what kind of problem does that pose? Is there any solution or advice you guys give about furniture purchases? Yeah, so we look we look at um, large furniture items. I think there's, as you mentioned, there's a, there's a couple different issues. Um, you, know, so, you know, so a lot of the formaldehyde that's released in a home comes from composite or pressed wood products. Um, and you know, the, you know, that, so, and that, that's also the, the least expensive and most common option, uh, inside homes now. Right. And so, you know, we'll, we'll look at every, every all the different, um, areas and, and lar- especially the largest items, beds, you know, dining, couches, um, et cetera, flooring, et cetera, and then, you know, make recommendations on, Either how to um, you know, what how to remove that those sources and you know either replacements or or um, you know just see you know what the the risk level is uh, as well. So mold is a really huge problem in homes, and so does your monitor detect mold? Or I mean, that's a it's, I know it's a very complex issue, and uh, I assume beyond the scope of of the monitor being able to detect that, it's 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 complex testing. It's not easy. Can you talk a little bit about mold and it? Why or why not you're able to monitor that? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, what what the monitor what, what we look for are digital signatures from the monitor so mold will release spores that will be picked up by the pm 2.5 sensor and uh, there's usually a humid environment associated with with mold growth and so between humidity and pm 2.5 and and how they track together as well as with other readings we'll be able to see okay well how probable is mold uh, you know, it present in the environment. Then if we see uh, some issues, and then we'll also, um, you know, what they've found is that through a number of studies that the best way to actually determine the probability for mold is also a visual inspection. And so, and, and these visual inspections can cost hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Uh, they're usually performed by, by someone whose incentive is to you know, do work, right? And so what we do is we, um, we actually walk somebody through a professional mold inspection for their home. And then that way they can rate the, the risk or probability of mold inside their home. Um, and then finally, uh, we also have mold tests. So we have a, we have a, we have a follow-up um, monitor or a follow-up test that can actually get, okay, if we're seeing a good probability Let's go ahead and test it. Let's let's see what's going on inside this environment, and then we can take it from there. 
that's great. And so just you can, you know, look at these indirect indications of mold and then recommend people to go ahead. Hey, it's time to have a professional mold inspector come out and, and resolve the issue. So that's great. I mean, I think a lot of people aren't probably going to think to have a mold person come out and and do all this work. And I think your monitor is very inexpensive. It's a very easy way to detect so many different problems in the home and give you, you know, the information that you need to then go ahead and act on the information that you get with the monitor. I think it's just a terrific service. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're, we're trying to, to do as much as we can to help improve the environment and, and uh, pleased with the progress so far. Is there, is there anything else you want to mention that maybe we haven't covered during the podcast? Uh, you know, the only other thing is is that uh, so as a result of kind of making it easy and making it affordable, as well as the the, the results that we're getting. So on average, people who go through the program see a 36% reduction in PM 2.5 and almost a 20% reduction in VOCs, and that's just through no and low cost recommendations. So really, no added budget. Um, and then there's you you can get even higher decrease in exposure by doing other things. So as a result of that, we're now partnering with the American Lung Association. We're very excited about uh, this partnership and and they've uh, you know done they've you know just seen the the advantages and and um, you know ability of the program to to work and work well. And so you know that expect to see that coming out here in the the next couple months. That's fantastic. You know, you keep mentioning asthma and uh, reduction of asthma and reduction of, you know, uh, particulate matter and VOCs and things that can trigger asthma. And that's great for anyone listening that has uh, breathing issues or asthma or any kind of health issue. We know that toxins are a big, if not the number one trigger of a, a lot of health issues and symptoms. And that's why I do this podcast. That's why you're doing what you're doing, because toxins are the primary driver of disease today. So many health experts are now saying that. And we have to be looking at the sources of these toxins and try to remove as much as we can that's within our control. Absolutely right. And I have a question I'd like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Well, I, th I mean, you know, I'm probably a little biased. However, uh, it's something that, you know, by seeing what we were dealing with in, the, in our indoor environment, um, you know, I, I would say the indoor environment, and, you know, this is kind of consistent with, um, you know, EPA ranking it and as or World Health Organization ranking it as the number one environmental health risk in, in the world is it is that indoor uh, environment and and it's um, you know we we can reduce pollution outside um, we can reduce you know you know we can remove ourselves from toxicity in other environments but we spend the most we spend ninety percent of our time indoors the bulk of that time is spent in our home. Um, the exposure to these pollutants and toxins uh, have chronic health-related uh, issues that you know we know about, um, and so the, why it's it's such a pervasive, impactful issue that is still trying to to gain traction and awareness, uh, both you know and in, in um, you know within the community is I think that's going to change here um, as we learn more and more about 
the the health impacts that it really has. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Tell us, tell the listeners where they can find you and learn more about you and get one of your home lab monitors in their home. Sure. Yeah. So uh, please go to homelab.com. Uh, there's a lot, lot of information there. Uh, please go. You know, feel free to go into our learning center uh, as well as look at how the the um, service works and could work for you. Feel free to contact us with any questions. And um, you know, at, another bonus here is that you can also identify your healthcare provider. Uh, and we can send the reports to your healthcare provider. And so be sure to, you know, as you, you sign up, uh, I mentioned healthcare provider, you know, Wendy Myers or one of her team. And, and you know, that way we can make sure that your healthcare professional and, and you are on the same page and we can all work together to try and reduce your exposure and, and make you a healthier person and happier individual. Yeah, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I actually recommend Home Lab to all of my clients on a mineral power program. You know, people are, you know, my clients are trying to detox their bodies and detoxing their home is a big part of that. And you can do Home Lab without, you know, being a mineral power client and, you know, working on detoxing your body. You can, you know, uh, make a lot of progress in your health simply by detoxing your home. Absolutely. Well, Nate, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking detox with me as I love having guests on talking about detoxification. It's my absolute favorite subject and incredibly important for people to wake up and pay attention to the importance of detoxification because it's going to have dramatic impacts on your long-term health if you don't pay attention to it. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers. You can learn more about me at live to 110.com. You can learn about my healing and detox program at mineralpower.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please leave us a review on iTunes with a podcast. So when people search, we come up in the rankings and we can help more people that way. Thanks so much for listening. 